what is going on it's your boy james king aka dougie back again on the mic you know the voice episode 31 had to hop back in it quick uh didn't want any time to go by i've i've already been working i've already been lining people up so i wanted to have this guest on a very special one before we get to her just a couple announcements just to announce everything if you haven't seen episode 30 is on youtube is a full production now you guys can watch it on there you can still listen to the podcast on apple Podcasts and spotify but we not are now on youtube um you can find that at a session with dougie on youtube you can just search that and that should pop up if not links will be in this description now i had to put a review of the cmos in real quick i did it on my instagram story but i wanted to bring it to the podcast now that it's been like a month or so now and i've been using it and i just wanted to give give a quick shout out to moo again this shit works amazing um it's a herbal supplement go listen to the episode where we discuss a lot of details with that but after you listen to it and you're listening to this one let let me tell you sea moss is one of the best things that i've i've honestly tried in a minute I've been working out crazy doing and like an insane amount of cardio, insane amount of cardio that I haven't done in years. And you'll hear me talk about on that podcast how I used to be running seven miles and things like that. And I haven't done that in a while. But now your boy is clocking 10 and a half on, a, on an elliptical. Now, you, it's not the same as running, you feel me, 10 and a half miles on, you know, on, but, you know, I got bad feet and people, you know, people in here know that. But 10 and a half on the elliptical um, hour straight getting off no problem not out of breath and i still smoke weed every day so i go check that out go to body prosperity cmos tell them dougie sent you may or may not get you anything but the cmos alone is what's up and y'all should try that shit because again i feel amazing complete 180 180 and then last but certainly not least um november 3rd by the time this comes out it's gonna be the it's the twenty fourth of October now. So by the time this comes out, it'll it'll probably be out, um, or maybe before or after election day. But if you happen to get this before, please go out and vote. It is very very important. Um, if even if you don't keep up with politics, I don't know how you can at this point. We're literally everything around us is burning in America right now. It feels like poverty. Everything feels like poverty. We you know we have. I don't want to get political, but. You know who our president is, and we know we got to make better decisions. And I personally, four years ago, was one of the people that did not go out and vote. Um, I had my reasons, but basically, I was up in you know I was up in at school, and they didn't allow us to vote at school, um, or I didn't do enough research on it. Very you know immature stuff on my part. I should have voted, and I felt it immediately uh, that night after he was elected. I immediately felt like a dirtbag piece of shit that that had actually happened so now i'm not gonna make the same mistake twice there's no way i'm gonna make the same mistake twice after this four years it's very important to us i'm 25 now a lot of the stuff that's gonna be happening within the next four or five years is stuff that's gonna be affecting us so as much as you think voting isn't important if you choose not to vote now you're gonna be close to 30 by the time this next presidency is over and you're definitely gonna regret it so it's very important that you guys go and vote uh, for the people in Jersey, if you don't want to vote for presidency, do it anyway, but do it while you're filling out the legalization box on the back as well. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to get your ballot, you're going to want to flip your ballot, and you're going to see the box for legalization, 
And what you're going to do is check that off. Even if you don't smoke pot, there are a ton of people. Um, I'm sorry if you heard that bird in the background, Toucan Sam. But there is um, a ton of people locked up right now in jail over a flower that we see on social media that other people, especially disproportionately arrested, um, black people are, or people are minority are incarcerated for what is simply a flower. Um, so if you guys can just vote, even if, like I said, even if you don't smoke weed, um, vote to legalize, get some people out of jail. And I know what you're probably thinking. You don't want a lot of stoner people running around your state, you know, driving and shit like that. But people are already doing it. Um, people drive around with alcohol and whatnot. Um, drinking and driving, that's very normal to people. And this is just as dangerous. I mean, smoking weed and driving is not the greatest thing in the world either, but you know, it's already dangerous and prohibition has never solved anything. Go back in the day when you've seen alcohol get, you know, they had the whole thing with alcohol and people still found a way to get speakeasies, you know, like this is very important and not from a smoking aspect. Cause regardless of if this gets pushed through or not, I'm still going to smoke a, a, you know, a good amount of pot, not a shit ton because that sounds irresponsible, but I'm still going to smoke the same amount of pot that I did if it wasn't, but it's more important to get those people out of jail let people monetize this. It's just a flower. And I'm tired of seeing white people on Twitter on these Uber Facts pages making, you know, for example, and we'll talk about it, I'm sure soon, fucking weed wines and shit like that and are able to capitalize and, you know, do all these types of videos and it's looked at as a good thing. And there's tons of minorities, blacks that are arrested for just carrying apes. And God forbid if you go back a couple of years, you got people on their third strike for a fucking flower and having to do life for that shit. So, Get out, vote, vote for the president, vote for legalization, get out there and do it. It is very important. And then one last shout out before we get into it. We got my boy Paul on the production, on the cameras, and we got Nia over here locking it up, you know, being the glue, doing whatever she does. You feel me? So we got the crew in here. We got my boy Trav in here. Nakel is in here as well. And we got my guest, what we're going to get to on the roll up, my good sis Kiera. But instead of calling it the roll up today, we're going to call it the pour up. Because I've already rolled up, and we got some wine here, and we're going to be sitting here and smoking. So let me introduce y'all to my good sis, Kiera. How we doing today? Thanks for making the drive up. Anytime. I'm very, very glad to have you here. We, we had Travis on um, early on, and for people who don't know, Travis is my good sis, but she's also with my good brother, Travis. Travis is your good bro. Travis, <laughs> Travis is my good, Travis, what did I say? Did I say my, my good sis? Oh, no, well, you know, Travis is my good bro, and then my good sis is with my good bro, excuse me, already, I didn't even touch the weed yet, but yes, 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 um, glad to have you here, appreciate you driving up again, and what I like to do, and we're gonna, you know what, let's, let's pour it first, because I want to get to how we met, but that would probably be a good for some wine. Um, yeah. it's been a short minute, so we're gonna start with you. And we each bought some wine. We're gonna we're gonna have both of them, but we're gonna start off with hers. Um, and we're gonna get into, in, into a couple topics. So, what do you have for us today? What's the wine we got? All right. So I bought Cali Red. This is Snoop Dogg's wine, nineteen prime. It's a red blend. It's fourteen point one percent alcohol. It's actually interesting. He made this wine. It's like it has. It's when you smell it, it has aromas of smoke. Oh, <laughs> so I thought perfect. that was pretty fitting for this. 
Very fitting. Um, so yeah, so it has aromas of vanilla and smoke, but it's like a blackberry. Like when you pour, it's like a dark berry color. So let's see. Yes, yes, yes. And I know I told y'all if y'all see me in any Jets apparel, I'm using a Jets wine glass today <laughs> that you could slide me if you right. saw me in it. But this was gifted to me. Any Jets apparel that was gifted to me, not that anyone would know before they punch me in the face, but. You know, we're going to use it. Shout out my boy George. Got me the Jets wine glass for my birthday. And we're going to get toast. Yes. And first things first. How I know there's a specific way to hold a wine glass. Yeah, so you hold it by the stem. I'm, I, I cup it. I usually cup it like that thinking it's cute. But this is actually not the right way that to hold the weed. That is an improper way to do it. Because it just all it does is warm your wine and it kills the alcohol. You're okay. just drinking juice at that point. I'm going to give this a taste. Now, this will classify as a dry. Yes, very well. Okay. Okay. So, while we enjoy that, and we'll get back to it, and we'll give it a whole review. This is a decent-sized glass, too. We're going to be fucked up on here. Mm -hmm. And we do have pot, um, too, as well. Um, we're using raw cones. Not sponsored yet, but we will be. <laughs> and we're going to light up. I told, And one thing I want to address as well, the last episode, the lights and shit, I got way too excited. Before I address that, not every guest that has to come on here and literally smoke down. Because me and Moo, we got we got pretty fried on here. Um, not everyone has to do that. But we're going to enjoy some pot. We're going to enjoy some wine. And let's hope I'm not too crossfaded by the end. So, my good sis, where we met? Where we met? Um, I'm telling you, I'm telling everyone, this is the best it's the best when you really can't remember because that's the best relationships. Obviously, we know uh, we met down at right. Rowan University. Rowan University. Oh, I remember. It was Keisha's birthday, and y'all came and surprised her. Was wow, it you? Oh, yeah. It was me. Um, oh, yeah, it was me, my boy Snacks, and my boy Darian. Um, that was, I remember that. I remember that day. It was a snowy day. I, I Damn, I can't. That was a night. Oh, that's the night. That was the yeah. night. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. That was the night. I was there for that ceremony. I left. Yeah, that was the night I actually, the first, and y'all, if y'all want to go way back into the archives and look um, at the, one of the very first, if not the first episodes of the podcast that I did, um, where we talked about the first night, the first time I got arrested, this was actually that night mm -hmm. that I did. Um, of course I don't remember. <laughs> of course I don't remember remember us meeting that night because I had a lot of other shit to worry about, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, no, we came down there, I drove Nia's car down, it was a big old blizzard and everything, I remember that, and I'm trying to find a lighter so we can get started, you know, let's warm up, I'll get some more, wait, we might, nope, we're good, we don't need the torch this time, I actually have a lighter, I'm gonna get lit here, again, raw cones, um, we're smoking some purple punch, allegedly, um, and, yeah, we're gonna get to it. I have to light that to that night. That was really one of the most. That was a wild ass night. Chat was Travis there for that? Travis wasn't there for that. I don't think so. Nah, Travis wasn't there. Nope. I know Early on. Wow. He came. When did he come? It was a football game. I sat on my bed. <laughs> That's usually where you know from there. From here. It goes on. It was all downhill, but no. <laughs> but yeah, now we've met at Rowan, and you know, I used to go down to Rowan a lot, 
um, a decent amount because you know you you not you but um, Miles went there and you know as it went on of course you you know you there we all had our little I guess not a click but you know we would come down there and we would all party together and shit like that so it was fun and then you know once you and Travis start dating you know as guys you always want to kind of get closer to um your 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 guys girlfriends you know it happens naturally and sometimes it's really fake like sometimes it's fake sometimes you don't even like her and you just gotta call her <laughs> sis and shit like that but with you is real oh so you started calling me mother mother you was my mother first and, and then i was just mother sis and mother sis so you still my mother sis. sis still my mother sis because at that point you know like i started calling you my mother but now we kind of getting closer and y'all getting you know y'all getting closer even more so <laughs> It leaves me in a bind. But yeah, so you, you're a wine blogger. You started wine blogging. Take me through what got you into that when you discover wine. Because I, I read on your website that you did start drinking around your senior year. Mm-hmm. So what um what inspired you to get into it? Um, what's you know, just tell me all about it. Like mm-hmm. why do you love it? I mean, I feel like I always drank it, drank it, drank it. Which one is it, y'all? Out the or both. Drank. I always drank it. You drink it, then you drunk it. Um, but I was drinking like cheap stuff, and then it was that time we went to the winery. Yes. And we were tra- like trying all those different types of wines, and I was like, oh, like this is fun. So I wanted to get more into it, and then when we moved to Delaware, Travis like had decided that he wanted to do real estate, and it was like a point. Like I feel like. Everyone kind of goes through this thing as a relationship where you've been together for a long time. If you kind of lose yourself and you don't know what you want to do, so you kind of like tag on to what your partner's doing. Especially when they're, <laughs> especially when they're ambitious. Right. Facts. So like I felt like I wasn't doing enough, so I'm like trying to do real estate with him, and then like we were getting to arguments because like <laughs> he was kind of on some like this is my thing, like you need to find your own, and I'm like, damn nigga, like. <laughs> And then, so I was really, really drunk one day. He was coming home from brunch, and he was going over a bridge. And I don't know. I always say, I guess this was the Lord talking to me. He was like, you need to open up your own wine bar. And I started screaming. I was like, I know what I want to do. That's what happened. I was like, what? That's like one of those movie moments. It's like like the the light just comes on in your head. And And then ever since then. So the light comes on in your head. Yeah, and I realized that doing a wine bar is dumb expensive. So I was like, well, I'll just start, like, learning about wine and, like, doing, like, my wine blogs, like, to get acclimated with wine and, like, everything about wine. So I'm doing that. I'm about to enroll into um, psalm school. You know, okay. just a little, everyone's like, you see it on court? Yeah, I see it on court. <laughs> so explain <laughs> like, that. Explain that. Uh, what is it called? A psalm school? Well, it's psalm lair. Psalm lair. I'm thinking psalm yeah. like the Bible. But so 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 it's like a school specifically for wine or yeah so like it teaches you everything about wine like how to make wine how to identify the types of wine like all that so like you can do so basically once you graduated from that school like I could go to a restaurant and be like their psalm and like they pay like eighty thousand dollars for you to just pick their wine list fuck. <laughs> Fuck, that's surprising to me because I never knew this existed, and mm-hmm. that's dope. That's honestly dope. I didn't know that. This is your first time telling me that, so it's 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 great that you're getting into that yeah. that that you're furthering uh, the process to get where you want. And a lot of a lot of people, 
and it's good that you said that, um, that you did want to open a wine bar and then you did have to basically start somewhere and you realize how expensive it is, but yeah. that's just more incentive to get where you want to be. And it's good that you started small. So you learn the game. One thing about me specifically is, is like, I'm very bad with like patience. And that's like one thing that I've gotten to learn about myself is that all the stuff that I want to happen, it may not happen until I'm like 30 or something, but it's about the little stuff along the way that gets you to where you're going. So you start your wine blog and now you're into your school and stuff like that. So it's great because I, I relate to it myself. Like I know, like I said, we used to have Travis here. We did this like one time on like one mic that I have over there. Yeah. So now to be back and he's talking about, he said it was like growth to have like a lights, to have a camera, you know, different angles and shit like that. This is something I all pretty much like thought of at a certain point. So to actually have it come alive, it feels mm-hmm. good. And to know that that's the same thing going on with you as well feels amazing. Yeah. I feel like that's like, especially like with you being in your young 20s, like you feel so much pressure to like have everything right then and there. And it's just like everything's going to come at its right time. And so I like you just have to like be patient and like continue to work. Like some people like, oh, I just got to be patient, but don't continue to put the work in. Yeah, don't put no work in. So like I just feel like you just got to be patient, put the work in and like everything will come. So that's what I'm doing. Like I do eventually with my own wine brand, like make my own wine. But like with COVID, like kind of fucks it up because. Yeah, it gives you it gives you time to redirect your focus. And, and it's really hard when you're really, again, like we're some ambitious people, we got some mm-hmm. things going on. It's so hard to find the, the I don't want to say gray area, but the to be even keel enough to feel like you're doing enough and then you're also resting at the same time. Because exactly. a lot of people, they keep going, like they keep going and they keep going. But sometimes like with me, for example, before we started the video, like I didn't podcast for like, I don't know, it could have been like three months. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still thinking of stuff to do, but it's just like, like, I want to sit down and do it, but like, it just doesn't feel right. And eventually yeah. it felt right. And then sometimes you just get back into it and then you get your stride going and then you're back on the road to where you be. So like, you don't have to necessarily always go like 110%. Sometimes you really need, and you need that like bullshit time yeah. to like do whatever to, I don't know. It's kind of like you, you have the motivation and then with me, sometimes it'll get a little bit lower. Depending on what I'm dealing with, so it'll get lower. Um, I was trying to work on other shit to, you know, supplement the time so I can do this. You know, you got to figure out things like money and shit like that. That's one of the things we have to go through. That's the biggest one, like picking up second jobs so that you can fund your career, like that you really, really want to do. Because I tell you, every day I want to quit my job. Every single day, it's really not a day that goes by that I don't sit down and be like, yo, I kind of want to quit this shit. Or, or, now with all these unemployment frauds, I'm like, well, give me my 10000 like, Yeah, no, and, and it's, it's fucked up because, like, as much as, like, other people get mad at other people, it's just, like, these jobs, you really look at these jobs, and when you see what you can do for yourself, like, why would I ever want to put money in another man's pocket, especially exactly. when I know I'm getting got, you know what I mean? Like, I work in an industry where I know how much money is coming in. Like, I know what I'm making you, like, like... You should be able to be worth more exactly. to companies, but it's not. And that's one thing the pandemic has truly exposed. So I try to use that more as, like, motivation because, you know, there was a day where I used to, you know, y'all know me, I used to flip pizzas and shit, like, on Saturday nights to, like, midnight. Mm-hmm. And I used to hate that shit. I used to really hate it. Like, I used to come home and sit in the car, and I used to just and, – and I worked with great people. I, lo- I love the job, but it's just, yeah. like, I wanted more. Like, eventually you want more. Um, 
anybody who's ambitious anyway wants more. Yeah. Some people get comfortable. But at, even at that point, I was sitting in the car, and, you know, I was just like, yo, I really don't like this shit, but eventually I'm not going to be doing it. And that's, like, two, two jobs ago that I was thinking about that. So now we're sitting here, and, you know, you just got to use it, you know, got to... All the negative shit, you know, like, you just you just got to use it. You, you yeah. go there, you go to work, let that be your motivation to do something when you get off. It just be annoying, especially when your man just say some bullshit. Like, what the fuck did he eat, y'all? Y'all need me. It's just like, nah, I really do need y'all. I think I take myself. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, I, and I'm not even at that point yet, and I do want to get at that point very soon. I'm at that point. But... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about as far as job. I definitely want to quit oh. my job. Never in my life am I do I want to... If I ever have the opportunity to not have to work for somebody, I will 100% take it. Like, the first chance I, I, I know that I'm set and I know that I'm good, it's a wrap. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gone. Like, I'm going to, you know, give it a little bit of fluff. But, you know, once money starts coming in that you know you could live on, like, yeah. I'm not looking at this like, what the... It's not no fucking motivation for me. I get more. I don't even have an out right now. You feel me? Like, honestly, like, I couldn't quit my job and feel okay about it. Yeah. But I still, like, don't work as hard as, I, you know, I should. Like, that's now. So if I'm, if, if you give me an out, you give me some type of motivation or my, I might not even think about it. There's certain shit you got to think about, of course. Like, you know, let me get too hyped up, you know. You don't want to go sign, like, 360 deals, like, and shit, like, some type of rapper. <laughs> Travis felt that shit. You don't want to, you don't want to, you know, go sign deals like that. But, you know, you want to make calculated moves. And yeah. the second I can reap the rewards of the work that I put in, I'm fucking out of that. I'm fucking out of there. And I could even, you know, I could even, that could just be another job or just exactly. another better opportunity. It doesn't necessarily have to be this. Yeah. But, you know, you can't, you can't really get God out here. You know, like the second you pass away, your job's gonna be up in like a week oh, on like Indeed and some shit. Like yo, like yo, for real, like facts. <laughs> like if you're at a job and they and someone, pa- God forbid, somebody passes away at your job, like niggas be upset for a little bit. You know, they'd be like, damn, that shit hurt. But Somebody then, like, our job. damn. I think the job killed them though. For real. Yeah. They kept they kept saying like he was having heart attacks on the floor. Oh yeah, the stress. Travis was in the training class, and they walked past him. They was bill him out, like to go to the ambulance. And one guy was like, "That's what the job does." Facts, <laughs> facts. And I guarantee you, they were like, "Oh damn, that shit kind of sucks." He kind of passed out on the floor. But I get like thirty an hour later. They're like, "How the fuck are we gonna fill those hours?" They don't feel bad at all. <laughs> like they don't feel bad at all. So like once you know like send some flowers to the fam and keep pushing. Like, like that's it. That's it. That's the bare minimum. And it's you know when you do your own thing and you know your own value. And like that's just what we get out of it. There's other. I'm not saying jobs are bad. Like I'm never gonna yeah. tell you a job is bad because some people really do find their passion in jobs. Mm-hmm. But everyone's not like meant to be an entrepreneur. No, and that's and that's okay. And most people think like because they got their own shit. You finish your wine very fast. Oh yeah, this is. I'm sorry. This is a thing. Now. My bad. <laughs> I'm usually, but yeah. Um, it takes time though. It hits pe- kind of fast. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be fucked up on here. I was trying to chill. Like I said, I'm trying to chill. I'm not trying to get too baked. Like I said last time, I got super excited. I you know, smoked up. We were like 20 minutes in. I'm fucking, you know, these lights starting to get all blurry and shit, but. <laughs> Now, uh, no, we're going to take it easy. But, yeah, no, for sure. Like, these jobs really don't appreciate you. And it, it, it makes you realize it more when you're doing your own thing and you see, mm-hmm. like, yo, like, honestly, 
you know, paychecks feel great, and you could buy nice things with them. But one of the best things that I've ever had gotten was someone be like, yo, I fuck with your shit. And this is some shit I just, like, made up. Like, I don't get any money from this yet. You know, like, oh, and I nice. feel more, like, <laughs> I feel better about this than I do going to work and, like, putting money in other people's fucking yeah. pockets. It's, it's trash. No, it really is. Oh, God, we get, I got off, got off topic. But, um, I wasn't, I wasn't, yo, when you get people on here and you get people you fuck with, like I told you before the show started, like I got all this stuff like that I write down before and I hope that I get to, but really it just starts with a conversation and it just flows. And it, and when the people you fuck with, like it's very easy. Like I'm not I'm never going to invite someone on here that I don't fucking like. What am I going to do? Like <laughs> sit there and like <laughs> stare at them? Like, and that's, and that's cool. But, yeah, no, yeah, no, I get excited when I do this shit. You see? You see? Like, I don't ever sit at my desk over there and just, like, fucking, like, Jerry, like, let's get to fucking work today. No. <laughs> ever. And, you know, I, I fuck with the, you know, I work with some cool people at my job, but just, nah. Nah, but, yeah, no, we value ourselves. And, yeah, so, so that's, that's really your plan. So you're going to do your school, and then once you're done with your schooling, do you want to get into the, that type of business? Or Well, obviously you do, but, like, are you more so learning more, or do you want to get straight into the... Uh, I'm like more so learning more, but I want to get straight into the... Um, making my own brand first, like my brand of wine. So I've been in contact with, like, a couple wineries. Cause, okay, so there's this thing that's called Custom Crush. So instead of me like having to buy like my own brand and my own grapes and stuff and doing it by myself, wineries will like you can they'll charge you like I'll make your wine for you basically. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna do it in PA, but I'm like, who the fuck drinks wine from PA? Like, I've because that matters, right? So you can't. <laughs> so all right. So like making shit in Jersey is like not like hot, I guess. Like depending on like where it is. So like yeah. you're saying PA, like nobody wants some fire wine from like fucking Pennsylvania. It's not even like in fact that it's fire wine. It's just like it depends on like the grapes, like the atmosphere the grapes grow in. Like California just has a better atmosphere, but it's kind of getting worse because of you know the weed out there. That's another thing. Y'all is it killing the wine grapes? game? Oh, they're killing the grapes. Yeah, so it's just like pesticide that they spray oh. on wine. And I mean, not on wine, on weed, weed. and it the wind is blowing it on the grapes and killing the grapes. So, like, people are like losing millions of dollars. Damn, why are they growing pot and grapes so close to each other? Or it's like literally right next to each other. That damn, I'm sorry. I didn't, I thought wine and weed went together great. I don't think that's true, but oh no, that's very unfortunate, though. It's, it's a lot of things wrong with the weed industry out there anyway you would think just because it's legal they got these like systems that just like work but like no people do illegal type of grows and all that stuff all that stuff so and it's in fuck i don't know how to say it it's not like it's 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 profitable but they're at a point now where they're growing like pretty much too much weed you know and that's how we get our get our shit over here like they grow too much and there's people that have legal grows there's places that just grow extra illegally and they take that, and whatever extra they have, they ship that shit up and send it over. You know, send it right on over here. And there's a lot of people, I just saw this meme, I sent it to Travis like uh, a week ago. A dude went over, and what people do, they'll go over and they'll try to meet people out there. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come back and try to have them ship stuff over. So I guess a dude went out there 
and he paid someone like twenty two k or something for like a, I guess like weed or something oh, shit back over. It was like a trash can. It was like a like... trash can full of like cotton balls or like some <laughs> shit. Came back over and then he's like, first off, he's he's like TikToking it or Snapchatting it, like just letting everyone know about this L. But it's just it's stupid and it just goes to show that's what people do out there. Yeah. They just they they send that shit back. So I'm very sorry to hear about the industry. I'm on my behalf. Let me apologize. Um. <laughs> that's, <a special> <laughs> that's happening. So so they'll make your wine for you, like. Yeah, so they'll make your wine for you. So like you have to go out there and like basically you tell them like how you want your wine to taste. Like if you want it to be like more of a, like a black grape or more like a citrusy, like you can customize the wine basically, and they'll make it for you. And you go out there and check on it basically, and do like taste tests. They'll bottle it, they'll label it for you, and then they'll ship it to you, and then you distribute it. Shit. That's that's what's up. You're doing a lot of. You're gonna get this shit done. I want to let you know that because you. you already got your plan figured out. And I'm sorry. I'm looking for the lighter that I just had that's in my lap. Um, yeah. So that's what's up, and I love everything you're doing. You got your wine Wednesdays and things like that because a, a lot of people really just you know they go to the regular shit. Yeah. Like they buy your like I said they buy your shutter homes, um, barefoot. I was a Carlo I'm a Rossi now. head though, but yes, it is basic. Rossi is basic, but Rossi. I used to legit drink the whole gallon by myself. Yo, facts, <laughs> real shit. There was one night. <laughs> nah, we finished. In fact, me and Nikel one night finished a gallon of that shit. I drank most of it, but <laughs> dead ass, like I was on some. Like we finished that shit, bro. Like hourly, I was like throwing up and shit, bro. Wine is lit. <laughs> Wine is lit, bro. Wine is lit because. For one, it doesn't feel as heavy as, like, you're taking, like, shots of, like, Henny and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, as I got older now, I realized not only am I, like, more of a smoker, but if I do want to drink, like, I'd rather drink wine, drink wine casually. We to, um, me and my friends, we went to go see my friend and, uh, you know, Yoel. We went to go mm-hmm. visit him, and he brought some uh, Casamigos tequila. Mm. He had uh, finished a bottle and a half. The next morning, I was throwing up everywhere. I was like, I should have just drunk wine. Like, I can't drink hard liquor. No. Like, it, I can just, the recovery now is just far too much. Like, it used to be, like, there was no, um, there was really no recovery. Like, you could, yeah. when we was younger, you could wake up, you could pop right up the next Jump day right and up. be straight. Like, we used to, in high school, I know people that used to drink and then wake up the next day, play f- whole football games. Mm-hmm. But now it just feels like almost like death. Like, it I feel do. like. I'm like dying. Like, the sun hurts. Like, you know, I just want it to be dark. I don't want to see nobody. Travis be like, let's go get something to eat. I can't eat. You can't eat? <laughs> like, that first meal, you just like, you got to throw it up all over again. And I used to, and I used to, like, pot used to help a lot. Like, weed used to help a lot. And it's even now, like, I can't even, I can smoke now, and it just doesn't do anything. I just feel even more sick. It just feels like an endless level of sick. Yeah, I found the perfect balance now. Like, if I drink... Half a bottle of wine and smoke an L. I'm good. Okay, so that's what's and listen. There's you add a bubble bath to that night. I might fall asleep. It's over. It's over. (laughs) It's over. So you so you do so when had when did you start like smoking weed or and you're you're not like a every every day smoker but Mm. what's what's your what's your gigs with that like how do you feel about it like I smoke like every other day. 
I don't smoke every day. I mean, sometimes I want to, but not all the time. Yeah. I don't like smoking by myself. Like, Travis smokes sometimes, but, like, once Bruh. he smokes, he be knocked out. I'm that like, boy, no Travis. Sad. Like, or he, like, he don't like, I'm the talker. Like, when I smoke, I like to talk. Like, he be looking at me like I'm annoyed. Like, one time he told me to shut up, and I was just like. <laughs> I didn't say shut up. Wow. <laughs> wow, Travis. Wow. <laughs> I feel him though. Not not shut up. I don't say I'm I don't. I'm a thinker. Like I started thinking about random shit. Like yo, like what if this 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 and this? And he's like, <laughs> it does it does always seem that your girl sometimes wants to do the most after you just smoke. It's like they just don't understand. Like Bro, I'm in a I'll, I'll sit here like like she'll just want she'll want like a back rub, a foot rub, rub my feet, rub my back. And I'm and you know I love I love it. Like I love to do those type of things. But, like, she'll wait till the blunt is, like, just, like, burning one second, and then it's not, and it's, like, rub my feet. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, like let me fizzle into it first. But, yeah, no, nah, um, yeah, Travis is the, Travis, Travis is the king. Travis is used to smoking by himself because he used to stretch, like, dime bags, like, three months. What? I swear to God. He was stretched, like, dime bags, like, three months. Like, hey, boy, bro. <laughs> he did. It, some people, yo, some people you don't, you don't, like, some people you need an ounce for a month. Some people can stretch that dime bag a little bit. But yeah, even stretching ours, too. Because, like, our boy back in Delaware, like, he would be giving us free, like, weed because I'd be cooking. So he'd come over and get a plate, and he'd be like, here y'all go. We'd be like, thank you. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Like, isn't it it's a beautiful thing? And, yeah, nah, it's, it's, it's a, it's literally like a glass of wine, like really like for real like some people can have a glass of wine before bed like i i like to smoke a blunt before bed yeah. i like to do both so do you prefer uh rolling paper so it so it depends so now i've been shifting more towards it because after you after you go a while and you smoke you smoking a lot of blunts and shit you start like coughing and shit and it's mm-hmm. just like Kind of, it's, it's enjoyable, but, you know, I'm coughing all the time. Like, I'm getting on her nerves. I'm sitting here choking and sh- choking and shit like that. Like, I do like blunts in a social setting. But, like, yeah. when you're chilling by yourself or smoking with one other person, like, papers are the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people get deterred by them because they feel like they can't roll them. Like, a lot of people feel like you yeah, can roll yeah. a blunt easier than you can roll papers. But, in reality, you can if you can roll one thing, like, you can roll anything. But... And just for health purposes, like tobacco, the tobacco and shit, it's not really good, of mm-hmm. course. Um, so, you know, it has its pros and its cons. But for the most part, I am a blunt guy. I used to be a glass guy. Like, I used to smoke a lot of bowls. I saw you posted some article, like, it's bad for you? Um, I don't know. Smoking glass? Or it's like the bong. The bong? Yeah, they're probably just fucking talking. I probably just, I probably just said that. But that's really the, no, they were definitely probably just talking. Because I think I know what you're talking about. I was just like, I, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, it, smoking, smoking, putting anything into your lungs in general, whether it be a cigarette, whether it be weed, whether it be a black and mild, a cigar, Cuban, whatever, putting smoke into your lungs really isn't the best for them anyway. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, smoking glass, it's the best for you because, one, it's glass. You're not getting any toxins from anything like that. You're, like, you're getting straight smoke. And it's you're, you're hitting weed through glass, it's the simplest thing. Like, it's not going to do tobacco or anything like that. You can hit me off with another glass of that. We're going to oh. we're gonna have two glasses just to be sure. Before we get into our next topic, we'll re- review it, of course. Thank you. But, yeah, no. Nah. I used to be, like I said, I used to be a glass guy. 
and then I got into a relationship, and then you're not smoking by yourself all the time, so you're rolling blunts and shit like that. So yeah, we just roll like recently with Blackwood. Blackwood. Mm. Who rolls it? You or Travis? Travis. <laughs> no. You be rolling them little pros. But you don't send no <laughs> Travis. Yo, Travis fake. He don't send no pics and nothing. Travis smoking backwoods. That was the first time I ever did. Bruh, that shit is harsh as hell. It's so harsh. Bruh, I was the next day. Nah, I can't. Them shit's them shit's way too harsh. For me personally, they do have a good aroma to them, and they're yeah. wild, wild expensive, wild expensive backwoods are. Um, I was just I was in the liquor store like a week ago maybe, and someone was here. I was gonna smoke with my cousin was here. We was gonna smoke, and he was like, you know, give me a wrap, and I'm just like, all right. But I get into the to the liquor store and they try to pull that bull where they're like, oh, you need to spend so much money, right? Before I could use a card, I didn't have cash on me, so I'm like, oh. all right, I'll you know I'll buy some backwoods and I was just gonna buy some dollar game like games or duchess for myself, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, yeah, all right, you know I'm gonna spend a couple dollars, you know I figured that'd be eight dollars. I was like, yo, give me give me the big pack of backwoods, you know I get it for him, the little five pack. He rings that shit up, this shit come up to like ten fifty or some shit. I said, God damn. I was like, how much is the backwoods? He was like, damn near like $8. I'm like, yo, niggas is, pay- niggas is paying that to smoke. They're harsh, and a lot of them complain because they never come out the right way, so they don't even end up using them. It's this lady that live above us. She be outside all night, coughing her lungs up, like, all day, all night. And you just be laying there like... Stop fucking smoking. <laughs> Stop. And she looks so mean. Like, she just be out there coughing. Would she smoke, like, cigarettes? I don't know what she smoked. She smoked anything. The oh, lady yeah. that was, uh, out there when y'all came, she was like, do y'all, are y'all smoking marijuana? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, that's right. That's not her. Mm-hmm. That's the old lady that be coughing. That must be what young lady she smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Weed yeah. is a great so thing. She's going to go on in our apartment complex. She's back with her ex-husband. Ooh, shit, I can't wait to have those type of experiences. Oh, word? Oh, you could, yo, speak out, brother. Speak out. Um, but yeah, yeah, and Trav, hand me, hand me that one. Uh, hand me that one as well. Anybody want some wine? Yes. I'll go ahead. You could cut this for a second. I'm telling you, bro. It's like the easiest thing. I love you. Just peep what it said on there. I'm like, you better fucking go. Courtesy of Sierra. Hey. Keep them late. I need to give me one. Like five dollars. Five dollars. Three and two and one. All right. Back from a short intermission. Uh, one more, a couple, one more question I want to ask before we get off of this topic. Um, so the the wine, right? We we got our dries, we got our sweets, right? And you was you was talking about how we got different type of grapes, black grapes, you know, sour grapes. That's the ones I see in like the stores and shit like that, you know, red grapes. <laughs> so like, what's the difference and how does it come out dry versus how it comes out sweet? Because my preference is sweet. I mean, it really just it depends on like the um. It's like different mixtures that you apply to your wines that can make them dry or sweet. And it depends on how long you, you age your wines. 
like the longer you age your wine, the drier it's gonna be. And that's why they they keep the date on like all the bottles, right? Yeah. Word. You always want to get the the longer date. So get the older one. Mm-hmm. Okay, bet. See, I never knew that before. So before we get into our next topic, um, I see you finish your glass of wine again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna review um <laughs> the Snoop Dogg wine. Let me t- let me see this bottle. Oh, it's lit. If you download, oh, we all it's have like some. an app. If you download it and you put the pic, like if you put the camera on his face, he starts talking. It's really cool. You know what? That's fire. Really I'm gonna do that when we get off of here. No, this is amazing. And so, so now I guess I'll say what I think about it, and then you tell me from a professional. Oh, and she got me, guys. Oh my, we'll get B-roll of this later. But she got me this cute, cute, and no, nah, it's not cute. I'm not gonna describe it. I'm not gonna. Do, <laughs> I'm definitely not. Um, I'm not gonna describe that as cute. But uh, this very fight the power wine. This is a wine. This is a wine stopper, right? Yeah. This is lit. I'm gonna see if I can get up off of here. Now we're gonna get B-roll of this later. But this is just the most fired thing. And this will most definitely be used and much appreciated. Shout out to all y'all. You know, y'all bringing me stuff. Moo brought me CMOS. She brought me a little bottle stopper. It was, shout out to y'all. I'm going to start bring, giving y'all presents. So y'all come on here. Your presence is a present. Hey. <laughs> shit. You got that on video? Or what are you on? Hey. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, it's a bet. All right. So I'll give my little review on it. And I asked her a couple of things while we took our intimation about how I should review and as far as the smell, I did get an aroma on it. I'm going to get another one on camera. And she she talked about, uh, Carrie, you talked about how I had a smoky type mm-hmm. feel for it. And uh, and did you explain, you explained, yeah, you explained this on the podcast what it was. But um, did, was that off air or on air where you explained the smoke, the smoky, how it had a smoky aroma to it? I think it was on air. It was on air? Mm-hmm. All right. We're at that point in the podcast, people. So, yeah, no, so. <laughs> the smoky aroma uh, to it, it does have a very, I've never judged wine like this. This is a very great, and, and when I did the CMOS last episode, we had a little tasting thing there. I think every episode we should do some type of, I'm, I'm reviewing something. What does it taste like? I haven't either. I had it in tea. Mm-hmm. It is? And in tea. Paul takes spoonfuls of it. But no, it's really good. It's fine. I don't really taste it. Like I said, this is fucking amazing. Um, so the wine is great as well. Um, there is a smell to it. And I don't know if it's on purpose. And I don't know if you told, if you told me, if you didn't tell me this was Snoop Dogg, you didn't tell me there was like a smell like specifically to it. And me knowing who Snoop Dogg is, I would say that this makes me want to smoke a little bit. Um, I think that's the point. And is he did it. He did it. I don't know how he did it, but I'm going to light this again. Because I had some wine and oh shit. I got to stop hitting my head on the mic too. But no, as far as taste goes, um, I'm usually not a dry person, and we talked about this as well. Um, I'm not a dry wine guy. I usually like the sweet stuff, but this feels like, for a dry, like, it doesn't give me the dry vibes, like, whatsoever. Um, if you didn't tell me any better, like, I, would, I wouldn't assume that it's a, a dry wine. I would probably think it's more on the sweeter side, because the thing that I don't like about dry wines is some of them can, I don't know if this is the best way to describe it, because, you know, I'm talking to a professional. Um, the bitter, the bitterness of the wine, um, the dry wines is something that I'm not 
you know, it steers me from it. But this is really good. Um, it's it's not like sweet as like like a, like candy sweet, but yeah. it's it's perfect and it's right in between the lines. Like I would recommend this for um anyone who doesn't like like dry like that. I would get this myself, and I plan on it. Yeah, I feel like you should always like if you don't if you've never drank. Yep, drank red dry wine. I feel like you should always start with a red blend because red blends are typically sweeter than like a Cabernet or like a Merlot. Those are like oh, really, 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 really good. Oh my God. There was one night, let's, let's tell a funny story while we're on this. There was one night we were down here drinking, and Neil remember this. There was one night we were down here drinking. I think Travis may have been here, but we ran out of lit. And we had to go upstairs and look at the top of the fridge where all that all the old bottles sit and it was like some merlot and i was like fuck it let's try it and it had to be at least yo so old yeah so travis it was disgusting i hated it it's super dry like you you could taste the dust you could like it's like almost like like it was old like you could taste the dust on it like it was, it was like very it wasn't great at all, but um, that's really what deterred me from it. But if you sat this in front of anyone, and spe- specifically me, like I said, I wouldn't assume that this was a dry wine at all. Yeah. Uh, and it's very good. Um, smell, taste. Let's talk about the strength, right? Mm-hmm. So we just took a little intermission, and I had to, I went outside to use the bathroom and stuff, like, you know, regular stuff. And I realized, I'm like, damn, I'm pretty, you know, I feel this shit a little bit, you know? Like, I know I'm sitting here smoking too, but like, damn. And it's very, it's strong. For, you said 14, 14.1. 14.1. So it it does get you lit. And this is this is the thing. This is the thing. And I, I'm glad I, I led myself into this direction. Um, sometimes you want to get the shutter home. And you want to get the, what is it, uh, fucking Carlo, Carlo Rossi and shit. Because you get a shit ton of it. Like, you get the mm-hmm. gallon. You get the the big shit for, like, thirteen ninety nine. Like, but you gotta drink the whole shit to be drunk this we've had like i had a glass and a half and i'm feeling wavy already so this is you know what this is just starting to feel like the finer things like we're sitting here we're we're drinking wine we're smoking weed um this is the finer things club i think at this point i'll probably name it name the episode after that the finer things club but that's an office reference for people who don't know um, oh, I remember you remember that. that? You remember that, bro? That's an office reference. Yeah, we got our own finer things club over here. So before we get into our next topic, now that we review that one, I'm gonna introduce um, mine. And this is like I said, this is me and the me and the wife's fave. We got some Riscato, and I was supposed to do some research, but but I didn't, so I'm gonna read it off the back of the bottle. Um, Riscato. Northern Italy, it has a touch of sweetness that underlies the appeal of the charming of the charming wine, and that's in the middle of the paragraph, so it says a lot more. Um, but yeah, from it, Northern Italy, seven percent. Okay. Seven percent compared to your fourteen. Oh God, that's a lot. Cause I thought Sweet this. wines are typically like low in um, alcohol. Cause okay, that's nice to know. I should take yeah. damn. I should take note. So this is it. It's Italia. Riscato, Rosso Dulce, they gonna kill me on video. This is one of those things you was talking about where it was like, yo, anything can go viral. So we're um we got the Riscato here. We're gonna pour it and yes, water. I just want to clean my glass. Oh. Two glasses. 
No, I am such a <laughs> yo. We're gonna keep this in because I'm such a rookie. Why did I not clean my glass first? What the hell? What the hell's wrong with me? Yo, I'm really doing this with a professional because I was just about to pour it in the pour it in the wine glass. Keep it a buck. Shake that around. If you can pour it back out, we won't. I was about to. Like I said, we at that point in the podcast, the Riscato, and uh, for the I think I said this already, but yeah, um, seven seven point one to year fourteen point one, and it, it's it's insane because I thought that got me way saucier. Um, so now that I understand what we're what we're doing here, this is gonna be a wild one by the end, people. Oh yeah, no, this is perfect. Oh my god, I, I wrote this one out so well. Oh my gosh, I wrote this one out so well because what we're about to get into. Me, me, and you, we have the best conversations about like this type of stuff. Oh, this type of stuff, like we go back and forth, like. When we was in Cali, you remember we was going back and forth? Me, you, Travis, we was oh, in the driveway yeah. going back and forth about things like this. But from... No. from Travis, what, don't Travis don't remember. Travis probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've, I've started to look at these type of things from a different way. You know, let me... I've started to look at things um, from a different point of view. And I try to understand things that people say before I try to address everything. Mm-hmm. Like... Perfect example, back in the day, I see a lot of things on Twitter that I would immediately want to address, right? So I would immediately address it, and I feel like that was, that was very ignorant of me, but now I want to really sit down and really think about um, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So in the recent weeks, while we enjoyed this Riscato, I think it was a couple of days ago, and I was trying to figure out what we could also talk about um, on this podcast that could be a little... Um, not you know it's conversational but it could be whatever Con- conflict whatever whatever it could be a conflict and it's a, it's a man and woman talk um and this is one of the things i wanted to roll off of you because i'm looking at this differently and a lot of people are up in arms about what saweetie said um on instagram the other day um damn i feel like so gossipy when i said that the shade room. the shade room. <laughs> Like, a lot of people were upset, and basically what she said um, was, I mean, word for word, pretty much, she said, if if someone can, if a man can't buy you a Birkin bag and pay, and pay your bills, you got to toss him back to the streets. You got to toss him back to the streets. I'm going to say this one more time for Travis. <laughs> if, if, a, if a man can get you a Birkin bag, I'll give everyone three seconds. If you don't know what a Birkin is, just Google it. Just type in Birkin. And I'm sure a bag will pri- pop up with a price, and and I was gonna say that sounds broken me, but when you when you look up the bag, you'll see. But anyway, she like said, $9, "Oh, I've, oh, the one I saw today was." I saw one. I saw one at like, I saw one at like nineteen and a half k or something. It's on like. me. Ridiculous. But yeah, you know, rich people buy that shit. And, and we're going to talk about all that as we get on to it. Because it's not only just Saweetie. It's all these other celebrities in relationships buying each other, uh, you know, m- you know, half a mil, $500,000 cars, um, and doing all these other things. And what I really wanted to talk about is 
are our relationship dynamics starting to change as far as like dating and what we expect from our partners? Um, we're in relationships. Um, we've been out the game for a little bit. So, because I feel what I'm in, it happened way more naturally than like any type of Birkin bag or like buying anything. So initially, before we really get into it, and I got a list of things, because it's not really a side to this, it's really what she's trying to say. And it's really mm-hmm. trying to dig deeper into what she really means and what I hope she means. Um, so first, all, off top, like, what do you really think about that statement? Like, if he can't buy you a Birkin bag or pay your bills, um, you got to throw him back to the streets. Do you think that someone should be thrown back to the streets if they can't buy you a Birkin bag or pay your bills? <laughs> so my thing is, like, Okay, so this is just my opinion, but I feel like no judgment. Sawiti, however you say her name, Sawiti. <laughs> she can say that because, like, I feel like she can afford to buy her own Birkin bag or pay her own bills. But I feel like these like women out here that I'm seeing like in the comments are like, oh yes, yes, yes. But I'm just like. Sis, like, you're probably living in, like, Section 8 housing. Like, you want a nigga to sweep you off your feet and give you all of that. But what are you bringing to the table? So I just feel like that may be, like, her standard because, like, you can afford it. But, like, I just feel like women need to, well. Let's all just slow our rolls. Exactly. Let's just slow. Everyone needs to just. maybe her Birkin is your Louis. Oh, you're, you're tough so far. Like, are you feeling me? Like, <laughs> come on. And that's just it. It's come okay. on. Let's not all jump to the to the Birkin. Absolutely. And it's just getting to the point where... you may lose a great guy because he can't buy you a Birkin. Because he can't buy you a Birkin. And that just doesn't mean he can get it. He can't get you the Birkin now. Exactly. The problem with the statement is that it's not about if he can get you a Birkin or not. Because you, the point is, in my opinion, is that you should be able to find someone that makes you happy first. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have those type of standards first. He can get you a Birkin. But he can, he can get you a Birkin. You can get a Birkin and be a and fucking he's asshole. The shit out you, like, and you're getting you getting smacked up and down. Like, but you got a Birkin. Or, no. you, and, and you could still find someone that makes you happy, and then you could still get a Birkin out of it. Exactly. But I feel like the pro- the problem when we start to look at these celebrity relationships and what they're doing for each other and what they're starting to say on social media is starting to get a lot of us, I don't want to say regular, like, middle-class people, but a lot of us that aren't living that type of lifestyle, they start to get that in their heads. Mm-hmm. Like, and now you see a lot of people that are, you know, our age, they get that idea, like, yo, if you're not, like, paying bills or if you're not... Simple and simple as paying bills. That's a, something I guess that's on our level a little bit. Like, if you're not paying my bills or anything, like, what are you really doing? And I just feel like that is the absolute like worst way um, to go into something and look at it because you can have monetary support and all that, but the what the relationships really come down to is emotional yeah. type of shit. And if you don't have that, the relationship is shit, whether you have a Birkin or not. Like I exactly. said, like you just said, like you could be smacking somebody up and down the bathroom floor. But as long as they have a Birkin in the closet, you know what I mean? Because I mean, like that's their that's their excuse. Like I'm paying your bills. Like I'm doing everything for you. Like I can do whatever I want. Like you're mine. Like I feel like when you subject yourself to like property thing, you become somebody's property. Like, exactly. Oh, he's doing all this for me. Like he's cheating on me. But I mean, like he's getting Birkins, paying my bills. Like I'm. This is and what I, he does. Like, and that's what we see. Like we start to see a perfect example of like Cardi and Offset and then like she posted a pic I don't know if those were Birkins in that pic that she posted 
uh, it was like a wall of bags. Yeah, but like, the I offset like was you, under. It was like I'm responsible for half of those. Yeah, half. But I feel like you have to think about it. Me and Travis just talking about this. Like a lot of celebrities get gifted things. Absolutely. So Bir- like all them Birkins in her closet, they those could be gifts from Birkin sending them to her because they're like, oh, you like Birkin? Well, she's Cardi B. If they see Cardi B with all these Birkins, then I mean, they gonna want Birkin. Absolutely. Or like, I'm pretty sure Ari did not buy Moneybag Yango's car. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think she can afford it. That's just me. I think it was a gift. Yeah, no, yes, absolutely. Probably, even so. And it's just, like, people eat that shit up. Like, mm-hmm. like people sometimes... People are starting to expect cars and shit from people now. Like, Listen. like bro, like, it's 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 ridiculous. And it's just... And I just... Like, we ourselves, um, we're in a generation now where we're so consumer-driven. Like, it's about, like, what we have on, what we drive, um... All those type of shit, like, it's almost like you're determining status by, like, what you wear and, like, what you have. So, it's, like, us as a as a culture, it feels like we're starting to put those values onto relationships as well. Too early, by the way. Like, way too early. Like, way too early. Like, it's very important that someone has enough money to support you. So, you should have monetary standards. Absolutely. Um, especially at the age now. You know, people trying to live. You know, get, a, get apartments, move out. Like, right. if you really don't have it. You know, that, you know, people are right for having monetary standards. Um, what she's saying is realistic monetary standards. And when you, and when we dig deep um, about what she's really saying, we'll do that in a bit because I really, I really think kind of men kind of did it to themselves in a certain type of way. Like I was talking to Nakel this morning and this news flash, like the, the light came on in my head and I'm like, what do niggas like to do? Right? What do niggas like to do? No, yeah, I'm asking that. <laughs> sure. What do niggas like to do? In terms of what, like, like, what's the best way to? What do What do men feel like the best way is to get a woman? I'll say it for you. They think flexing okay. is getting is um the best <laughs> way. <laughs> the best way. No, there's plenty of ways. Niggas yeah, are stupid. No, so. Plenty of stupid ways men think the best way is to get women, but men do do a lot of flexing. A lot of flexing as far as, like, money and, like, what they have on. And they think that type of... And realistically, now that I'm starting to think about it, this all really groups into a, a certain type of people. Because, like, all men do is really flex. And yeah. and you know who f- sucks that shit up? Like, um, people... these Certain women suck that shit up. And, like, oh, he got money, he got a mm-hmm. car, and shit like that. And that just... That just drives this whole narrative now of, yeah. like what can you really do to me? And I'm just like, okay, so men kind of did this shit kind of to themselves. Like, if you're flexing all this bread to really attract a woman, what type of woman do you really think you're about to attract exactly. if someone's looking at you for your bread? And I was watching, uh, there was an episode of the Steve Harvey show on this morning, like literally this morning. Uh, when I woke up this morning, yeah, it was on BET, but it was on BET Her, H-E-R. I don't know why they got the, you know, weird shit BET, but... It was on, and there was um one scene in that show this morning, today. Uh, we scheduled this podcast before, and this came on this morning. So I'm just weird shit happens like that. Where Romeo Santana, rest in peace, is in the hallway, and he's uh, he's walking up to this girl, like, and they're in like high school and shit, and he's, and this is some shit filled way back in the what like 90s or some shit. So like he's walking up, and he's like. You know, like, hey, brown sugar, you know, shit like that. And he was like, you look good enough for, for me to buy you, like, a like a Louis bag or, like, a Fendi bag. I'm just like, 
shit. Like, this is what we're talking about today. And this is something that came on back in the 90s. So, like, I really start to feel like men, this whole shit, like, men kind of did it to themselves. Because, you know, men start with flexing. Then you got the city girls, all respect to J, JT and Young Miami. You know, they they got their whole thing going on. And it just feels like all this is just building up. And we just have a new dynamic of relationships now. Something that's really unrealistic unreal, for people. Not like people like us, but, like, something unreal, yeah. unrealistic. Um, Yeah, unrealistic for people like us. I'm pouring a little bit more of this. I feel like they're, like, trying to put on a front for Instagram. Because, like, people are realizing how much money you can make on Instagram and YouTube. And, like, I feel like, yeah. Like, Queen Naja and what's her ex name? Is it Tanner? Is that her name? Chris. Chris. Yo, you know what Nia's good for in this podcast? Nia should be, like, just fact-checking. Like, just, like, fact-checking everything. Like, as we're going through it. Cause I feel she's like Queen Naja and her ex, Chris, Chris, like, started that, like, whole YouTube, like, trying to show off type thing. I don't know. I feel like it's corny, but to each his own. It's just, like, not... It is so, like, re- I feel like relationships are hard to come past now in general. Like, like it genuine is relationships. Genuine relationships. Like, shit is so impossible now. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they used to date back in the fucking, well, I'm not going to say, like, the 40s and shit. Because there was other <laughs> shit going on in the 40s where dating wasn't important. But, like, <laughs> back in the 80s and shit like that. Like, I do not know how they used to date. It, you know, there's so many married couples that came out of that shit. Like, we look at our grandparents and shit like that. But, like, now, like, it could have not have been the same. And it's just, like, the social media kills it. Um, the fucking what celebrities are saying kills it. Like, and just overall social people. Social media does a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Like, and a lot of, a lot of older people. And a lot of older people had other, you know, it is a negative to not having social media. That's when people used to have, like, families around the corner and yeah. shit. And people wouldn't know. So, that's, like, a downside uh, to social media. But now, like, this is just fueling this, like, I don't know like it's like men have their own set of unrealistic standards and now it just feels like some woman can have like these completely unrealistic standards so now you just got this whole playing field of people just sitting around and like bullshitting so it's a weird game and sweetie uh saying that definitely did not help at all but it's like so let's talk about how there's a deeper meaning to this right like there's a deeper meaning to this before you get to the Birkin bag and paying for your bills. Basically, she's saying if someone can't do something for you, um, you know, toss them to the curb. Now, instead of it being, like, monetary things, like Birkin bags and paying your bills, it should be simple things, just, like, happiness and shit like that. And it's just, like, we're just not on that shit anymore. People just don't look for that. I just, I don't know. Like, it's just very puzzling to me. And she, like, kind of sent me over the edge. And it just... I don't know. I just don't understand it at all. I feel like a lot of women that think like that, they probably think like that because of some type of void that they're dealing with that they haven't gone to counseling for. Counseling is a legit thing that I feel like everyone should go to. Because people, like for example, like let's say your dad wasn't in your life like, and you saw your mom struggle. So now you feel like you need a man that you know is not going to leave you and take care of you and buy you all the things because you saw your mom struggle. So I feel like there's a lot of like internal issues with people that do think like that. Or they did. They saw their mom with their dad. He gave her everything. So she thinks that's what she's supposed to get. 
That could be a good thing. Well, I guess that the one last aspect is probably a good thing. Like, that's something you could look for is someone that gives them everything for sure. But men aren't safe neither. Like, a lot of men grow up in households where they don't have a father. And I talked about this on the last podcast. A lot of men cannot replicate what they haven't seen before. Yeah. So they grow up in these households without their fathers. They may have a mom that, you know, I don't want to say it, but, you know, has men running in and out of the house and shit like that. So they don't even have any idea of, like, what real shit is. So it just feels like, and maybe the last generation was the same, I guess, but, like, I just see it more because we're growing up in it. And a lot of people don't know, uh, I guess, like, what real love is or whatever. And they start trying to, uh, and this is the problem with all this shit, they start trying to look for what they see in these celebrity relationships in men Mm -hmm. that just simply can't provide that. Like, a lot of people glorify these celebrity relationships. It's so disgusting. This shit is crazy. It's like, it's like once and you, it's like once these Twitter couples hit, like, well, the Twitter couples become, like, goals or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. fucking, who's the last one? You know, you could say, like, Cardi and Offset. You can say fucking YG and Kehlani was a fucking great example of this. How a couple can go from goals to not together. a whole album. And just, fire, but. bruh, and it's like, yo, the second they start glorifying these fucking celebrity couples, it's almost like the Madden curse. And the Madden curse is when like someone, an athlete will win the cover, but the ne- very next year just do very bad, like oh, tri- yeah. get hurt, whatever. It's like the second these Twitter couples become goals, they're gone just like that. And it's just like, yo, you people don't see this shit. Like, these people are just together. Like, all this goal shit. Like, yo, they was on stage hugging up and shit like that, bro. They sitting here eat. People sitting here eating that shit up. And next thing you know, they diving together. Nigga was like cheating or something. Like, come on. I guess I don't know. That's what I heard. Like you with the cheating. Come on. I don't. You know, I don't want to be the you know the shade room over here. But you know, that's just what I. That's what I heard. And. You know, I don't know shit. I'm just I'm just a dude with a podcast in the basement. That's just what I heard. But um, yeah, nah, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, what people are subjecting themselves to in relationships and like what they look for now, it's just it's like people like really be investing themselves in like their relationships to the point where it's just like, what was it? Somebody had a baby and like they haven't posted the baby. Oh, Milano. Milano had a baby. She hasn't posted the baby yet. And people are like in her comments every single day. Like, <laughs> when you gonna post the baby, sis? When you gonna post the baby? The weirdest and I'm shit. I'm like, why do y'all care to see this child? Like, if she don't want to show her baby's face, she don't got to. Bro, like, it's like Black Mirror was on like so many things when they do these episodes. Like, yo, I love that show. It's like you, Black Mirror is like you look at this shit and you're like, yo, like, a lot of shows you watch, it's like, yo, it's like someone who wrote this got to be like fucked up in the head. But like whoever writes Black Mirror is like spot on every single time. Spot on. Every single time. So before we get to the end of it, before I let you go and plug all your socials, the Riscato, um, hit the table hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, the Riscato. So how are we feeling about it? Um, I, I like it. Give your review on it. What do you it's think? It's bubbly. Yes. It's very like, it's very bubbly. You're gonna like almost feel it in your stomach. Wow. You didn't pause this podcast, huh? Oh, you can almost feel it in your stomach. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's definitely That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, no one finds that like disrespectful or anything. We totally support all that. We just watched The Office, and that's just funny as hell. Yo, it was a, um, it was just. 
the clip guy was showing me a clip it was like from the office and it was what was his name? Daryl. Daryl. Remember when they was on the boat? Yes. And he was drinking. He yes. Was drinking. And he was drinking and he called Angela a bitch. <laughs> 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 he said, Shut up. No, it wasn't it wasn't like, what's your favorite? That was a deleted scene, but I did see that shit. No, that sh- <laughs> that show is literally Yo, like hands down the best show like ever. Yeah, I've watched the season like three times because of Travis. I've never watched it until I started dating him. He was like, You done? She was all on there. Trying to get not kill on it, she just she won't budge. She'll get there eventually, though. You gotta budge. Once you, once, once you get there, once you get there, it's literally the best show ever. So she... I will be calling y'all. I'm about to start watching Grey's Anatomy. I haven't watched it. That I do. I'm watching The Bronx. That I do. It's so good. I just feel there's a lot of crying. Like, it's not time. You will cry. Yeah. In the beginning, it's more so. Like it's like, sadder in the in the beginning, and it's also more funny in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, from my perspective, Grey's Anatomy, it's not all that. It's not all that, especially when you're... If you watch Grey's Anatomy, you would never want your girlfriend to work in a hospital, ever. Oh. Ever. Because all that show shows is that all of them be just be in there doing oh, all that good. shit, you know? No. Nah. You gotta, you know she would know. Oh, yeah, no, of course, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I don't feel that way at all about that but it's just like god damn there is no way that shit is real niggas is in that but it could be though because they because they always be there they always be there so i get it but before we get off on a tangent um we're gonna get on out of here so riscato one one to ten what do you think i give it like a four okay all right my palate isn't as strong as hers towards mine so i respect it and why and why do you give it a four though like what what about it Cause I would give yours a ten, and I feel like I got put on. Cause that is very, that is very good. I almost like that one better than that. Better I just than give that. it a four, cause like I don't like bubbly stuff, and this is kind of like a, a weak champagne to me. Kind of reminds me of, well, a, a, what is it? Basically, wine. basically, we gotta step our shit up over here. No, this is good. It's like good tasting wise. I just don't like the bubbles. But that's good. But that is great. That is great, and we're definitely gonna be pretty. Does he have more? Uh, yeah. Like, so you, that's the red. Yeah, sure that's the Cali red. That's like a red blend. Then he has like rosé. Um, he has a champagne. Um, he has a cabernet that just launched. And what else was it? Oh, the Savion. So it's Savion Blanc, but he did it's Savion Blanc for two C's. <laughs> <laughs> so, Understandable. Yeah, so y'all should definitely get shop sneak. No, nah, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna get into it. But before we let you go, make sure you plug all your socials where to find you. Oh yeah, all so that. um everything on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is Kiara Lanice. K I A R A L Y N I S E. And of course for the people that can't read, it will be in the bio. Oh yeah. They can't read, they can't listen. <laughs> if you can't read or you can't listen, you probably don't need to be drinking wine anyway. You need to go to school exactly. or something. So, yeah, so we're going to get on out of here. Um, all the socials will be, again, in the bio below. Uh, another thank you to Paul on the production. Nia keeping things together. New fact checker for the podcast. I'm going to make her have her laptop every single time we're recording so we can fact check things. Um, Trav in the audience, Michael in the audience. Thank you guys for showing up, even though you'll be here anyway. Appreciate y'all. We out. It's another episode of Essential with Dougie. I'll see y'all in the next one. Peace.